You are listening to Don't Touch My Music, hosted by Kiana and Chardonnay, your go-to podcast for all things music. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our podcast, Don't Touch My Music. I am Chardonnay, and I'm here with my co-host, Kiana. Hi. And today, we're actually going to be talking about a very fun topic. Um, We're going to be talking about TikTok and how it has, you know, disrupted the music industry. It shook it up a bit. It's a chicken Um, and stirred. Yes. So (laughs) we're actually going to be discussing the way that, you know, music is discovered um, on TikTok, uh, user-generated content, the new distribution platform that they um, released in March, um, and all the fun things. So Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to let Kiki start off with talking a bit about the music distribution platform that they came up with in March. Um, It's Mm -hmm. called Sound On. it's very interesting because when I saw that TikTok was going into like the music distribution space, I'm like smart, smart because like music gets blown up there and a lot of yeah. independent artists um um gets recognition, mm-hmm. if I should say, there mm-hmm. with their music, um, you know, either creating challenges or um, you know, these dance challenges or the voiceovers or just even yeah. using the content just to do random shit. Um, yeah, so before I blabber too much, I'll let Kiki explain you guys um, about Sound On. So when it comes to Sound On, there's actually nothing much to it. It's right. pretty simple. Yeah. Um, so it's very much like you as a musician can upload um, your music onto Sound On. And then TikTok just distributes the shit for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they also do a little bit more than just distribution. Um, so they can add you to like playlists and stuff in terms of all the TikTok sounds, what's popular, what kind of vibes with your music. Um, they can have um, influencers test out your tracks um, to see what type of song goes best with what type of video. Um, so it's not really just upload and then we'll distribute it to other platforms. Um, no. It's upload, we'll distribute it, but we'll also give you a fair shot at gaining some kind of exposure, whether it's like, you know, just a few uh, hundred views or like up there in the hundreds, thousands. It really just depends on what people pick up um, on TikTok itself in terms of choosing a sound. What's interesting is that they market it as a you keep 100% of your royalties. Yeah, I was I was researching because they said in a first year you keep 100%, but then after that they take 10%, 10%. I believe. Yeah. yeah, but they market it as 100% Percent. of your royalties. Yeah, yeah. cuz when so I read it, really I was like you really got to go in and read the terms and conditions. Because <laughs> when I read it, I was like, "Hello, you said that I'm going to keep all my royalties, yeah. but here you are taking some of my coins." Yeah, so it's not entirely um, true. As Chardonnay said, yeah. after the second year, they start taking 10%. And then they only take the 10%. So that is that is a, what you call that, a fixed... Um, fixed fee or fixed percentage. Yeah, a fixed percentage uh, that goes from two years and beyond in terms yeah. of how long you want your shit to be on sound on. Yeah, um, yeah I just found it interesting that they marketed yeah. it as... Um, 
yeah, you get to keep all of your royalty. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for the first year, yeah, you do. Yeah, but then the no, you don't. You do. So, um, I saw that they actually partnered with TuneCore to actually distribute your music, um, to these um music streaming platforms like apple music um Mm -hmm. spotify and so forth which Mm -hmm. i thought was cool um but i also researched um some i believe customer feedback then i should say um and persons were like yeah well why should i go through this if i could just go it straight through TuneCore and just pay the flat fee you know i was like "Mm, interesting i would have to um get into more of what people are saying or what people's opinions are um for those of for those who use it um yeah but i also think a good feature sorry not to cut you off i also think a good feature like you mentioned um is helping with marketing and promotion because a lot Mm. of independent artists need that and a lot of them don't know how to go about it because you know they would just sign up to like um distrocade or cd baby or whatever and they'll just like upload their stuff have it on all streaming platforms and then just post it on instagram facebook or even on youtube and be like okay like if you want to listen to it on spotify or apple music like you can because it's there as well but then where is the push to kind of get the song out you know exactly um and tiktok does a very good job with organic Mm. engagement organic reach like you were Mm. mentioning earlier um so I think in that aspect, when it comes to sound on, I think it's awesome in terms of like yeah, yeah. marketing and promotion, like assisting the independent artists with getting known, you know, being seen, being heard. Yeah, yeah. Another another feature that I also thought was pretty um, dope was their insights feature, because then mm-hmm. as a musician, you can see what which that ones of your key. songs are performing best on TikTok. Yes. Um, and you know, then you can. <laughs> you can really develop knowledge on what like users yes. of the app engage yes. with. I was just most. about to say you can, you can, um, cater directly get, to, right. Yeah. I was going to say like, you can kind of identify your target audience, you yeah. know, through that as well. Like, okay. Like these are the type of persons that are listening to my music. Exactly. Um, so then I know who specifically to target because I mean, some independent artists don't know as well. You know, they just make music and they're like, okay, well, I just want to make rap or I just want to make R&B. And it's just for persons who like rap or like R&B. But there is more specifics to it than just, exactly. oh, this person likes rap and R&B. I'll make it for them then, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I think analytics is cool, a bit scary, but it's crazy because I work in marketing. Mm -hmm. work in music and marketing and um saying music because you know we do the podcast and marketing as in the marketing agency that i have um it's scary because it's like the internet is tracking your every move listen how old you are what you like what are your interests in like music and (sighs) i'm just it's shocking no like i think data analytics is very cool um it's super cool because then you're like okay this is what this person likes this is um how old they are they're about to get married soon or they're about to have a baby which is weird but um you could be like okay then i can (laughs) the way you're like which is weird (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is it is weird but it's cool at the same time because then you're like okay well for example not me getting into marketing um for example if if a company that sells 
baby clothing has a special they could just like advertise it to the mom that is about to give birth you know what i mean like that's how they do their shit and anyways let's reel back a bit um it's creepy but it's it's cool you know what i think is interesting and i Mm -hmm. read this on um linkedin a content creator actually um wrote this on linkedin there is a viral video on tiktok that is um going on right now where this girl um stood up to i think dance and then she hit the side of her oh yeah yeah her rib and <laughs> yeah, i've like, seen ah. that shit so many times <laughs> yeah bitch so that's actually going viral so the content creator said that no amount of data analytics and numbers would have predicted that a piece of content like this would have gone viral yeah and i'm like agreed because they're like when clients for example um come to you with like oh i need a piece of content that is gonna go viral that's gonna make everyone see it you know because it's so good what does that mean because we cannot predict what goes viral and what doesn't go viral like the most weirdest and i don't want to be thing but you know the most weirdest and sometimes the stupidest shit goes viral and you're like why is this so popular why is this and someone left in the comments they were like I think what makes videos or an image or whatever go viral is to do something that was never done before or never seen before. Because, I mean, there are compilations of persons, you know, like saying dumb shit. But, like, I think it's the way that you do it and then Mm -hmm. the authenticity behind it that you just created an original piece of content, you know, randomly are is there um, any more um, specifics that you read about sound on or that was just it? Nope, that was it for sound on. Everything else is just really about like TikTok and the random, yeah. random, in- random things that make videos go viral, especially when it comes to music. Um, and I remember reading specifically about Gail's A B C D E F U track mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because in the article that I was reading, they said that um, whoever Gail's management is were really trying to push for like, you know, TikTok marketing of the song, but it wasn't really going anywhere until the deaf community made sign language videos. So like they basically just signed the lyrics of the song and then the song started going viral from then on. And like, it's crazy how, you know, a seemingly random person can just pick up your track make a video with it and mm-hmm. then everybody starts doing that same thing and mm-hmm. it's the same with like dance challenges and stuff mm-hmm. you just need that one person one person mm-hmm. one person to be like oh i'm gonna do this with the song and mm-hmm. then the whole of tiktok is doing it mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. whole of tiktok like with that mm-hmm. that that ah, girl who hits her hip yeah do you yeah. know how many times i've seen her on my for you page and like doing videos listen listen and I now, was now like, they're now they're using it in in songs so they're they lining are, her 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 uh, yell up with the song with the song i saw it <laughs> and i'm like at what point have we had enough though <laughs> listen and you know what's so crazy a question i wanted to ask you is that when tiktok came out um well not initially came up because it was actually musically before yeah i also um, had musically i just never yeah. used it <laughs> <laughs> i think i downloaded it like once and i was just like no and i deleted mm-hmm. it yeah <laughs> um yeah so when tiktok actually uh became tiktok so when musically switched and it became tiktok um did you ever think that it would have gone in this direction in terms of like 
shaking up the music industry a bit, like with songs like going viral. Because the thing is, I discover new songs on TikTok. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Same. If it goes, if the songs go viral, um, and I'm digging it. Be- and the thing is, wait, let me not get into too much things at once. What I want to <laughs> say is that when I hear a song on TikTok multiple times, um. I'll go and check it out because I'm like, who is singing this? What is this song about? But then because I'm hearing it multiple times, I then fall in love with the song. Yeah. And then I add it to my playlist or I go look up the music video on YouTube. Yeah. Um, they were saying so that, the, that the the percentage is almost 70. So I think it was 67% of mm-hmm. people who are TikTok users actually go and find the song later on like streaming apps mm-hmm. or they go and purchase the song that mm-hmm. is going viral or whatever and i'm like mm-hmm. that's that's actually a very big turnaround in terms yeah. of the music industry especially yeah um because like almost 70 percent, almost 70 percent of tiktok users yeah because the song the song that i that i told you about um noala i found it on yeah. tiktok yeah um i think a couple other songs i think i talked about i also found it on tiktok like even the mashups that they make and the remixes, like, I'm yeah. in love with them. And I'm like, guys, stop it because it's not a song and I can't listen to it every day. Yeah, exactly. Only on TikTok, you yeah. know what I mean? And even um, if we think about um, Love Nontiti, for example, because, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. that song has been out for a few years. Listen, and, it and ju- then and out TikTok of nowhere. blew it up. <laughs> yeah, because of, TikTok. and they blew up two versions of the song. They blew up yep. the original and they blew up mm-hmm. the piano Mm-hmm. like version of the song mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. for two completely different like in two completely different ways and i was just like dude that's crazy because i went mm-hmm. to look i went to look um the singer up uh when it kept coming up on my tiktok and yeah. i kept seeing the dance challenge and stuff yeah and i looked at the album and i was like hey this has been out for a minute a minute yeah <laughs> yeah what? there's also a song um from childish gambino yeah. Um, it goes, baby girl, you know what I want. Yeah. Do do. Bitch, that's my song, but it's not like I can't find it online. Like I'm finding like a it's mashup a mash remix. Up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm finding it on um YouTube, but I'm like, oh my god, TikTok, stop. Like, <laughs> sure said, stop it. It's stop making a... these mashups I can't listen to on Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And Spice was going um viral as well on TikTok with the poom poom thing. Yeah, yeah, China and also Taiga, boom, boom. like yeah, and yeah. also um, go down there. Yeah, that one that, also. Yeah, that was. I also saw that viral. had the. I saw that had the K-pop community. Yes, at the neck because <laughs> they ne- were make. They were Listen, making all sorts of edits with that. They track. were making dance videos with go down there in the back of it, and I'm like, yeah, what is going on? Is a collaboration happening? Like I didn't understand, but then after I was like, oh. It's the fans because they love the song and they love these people, so they put it together. Yes, yeah. I get it. I get and it. Jerusalem also. Yes. And um, what's that one you want to bamba? <laughs> you want to yes. chill with the big yes. voice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Too. No, it's so crazy. And like w- the article that um you referred me to earlier, um, you know, it's user generated content, and I think when it's yeah. done that way it's more authentic in terms of um you know most likely the songs going you know viral um, yeah yeah because it's what it's clearly what people want to listen to right which the and music industry doesn't 
do much of anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do not care what people want to listen to, which mm. fucks me off mm-hmm. <laughs> all the time. Every time I look at charts, I'm like, who is realistically actually listening to the shit? Sure. And that's the problem with radio as well, mm-hmm. because radio is passive consumption. A lot mm-hmm. of the time it's passive. Mm-hmm. TikTok yeah, 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 yeah. is now one of the few um, mainstream forms of media where mm-hmm. it's not passive consumption. This is purposeful. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Purposeful consumption of, of, yeah. of music. Radio is passive, but then those are the people that everybody's like, no, they're mainstream because they're on radio. They're not mainstream because they're on radio. No, they're on because radio because to listen. Yes, first of all, also they're on radio because of payola. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's get that right there straight. A lot of the time, when it comes to very specific types <clears throat> of musicians, mm-hmm. um, and then they're also played on the radio fifteen times a day, once an hour type shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So. You're not actually listening to that. It's just being force-fed to you. Force, yeah, 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 yeah. Because on TikTok, yeah. look, if I'm not interested, scroll. Scroll. Pass <laughs> I don't have to entertain by. shit. Mm-hmm. But radio, what, you have to entertain every single thing that they mm-hmm. play. <laughs> and what I love, what I love about TikTok mostly is their algorithm. They have. Yes. I it, think in terms of like social media platforms, they have one of the best algorithms because they show they you exactly what you want to see. Yep. But sometimes like, their algorithms are a bit too good though, because sometimes I only like one video of that one thing, and then they show me everything ever. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, listen, I just like, wanted to see the one video, bro. No, for real, yeah, no. But um, like, let's in terms of like comparing like Instagram and Facebook, for example. I don't know. TikTok has Instagram a algorithm is shit. You used to be scratching my neck. I'm like, yeah, no, it's shit, and they keep changing it. It's become an impossible app to navigate right. at this point. And Facebook algorithm is also similar to Instagram's own. Um, yeah. And it's even worse for business owners when they have like a business page. It's even worse. Like if you're not advertising, you're not going to be in front of your audience. You know, like TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Like, no, TikTok is on point. They'll show me the funny shit right yeah. they'll show me the food stuff because they know that's what i like they'll yeah. even show me shit from saint martin and from curacao because you know i was born in curacao yeah, yeah. in saint martin yeah um they'll even show me shit. i'm like how do you know i know that language how do you know listen because i get stuff from angola i get stuff from south africa sometimes namibia pops up sometimes I still get stuff from the Netherlands despite mm. having changed like location and number. Yeah. They're like, no, bitch, you live there. So we're going to still give you something. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Then I get yeah. all the music things. Yeah. I get also food things because I like watching people cook. Yeah. I get. I like trying new recipes doing... from TikTok sometimes. That's exactly. My own, you know? Same. I yeah. get animals doing weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> I get true crime. I get tattoos. I get piercings, mm. literally every single one of my interests, books, <laughs> TV shows, everything is covered. Girl, I can sit on TikTok so for like three hours in a row just because of you, that, because it's, you, I can scroll forever. You want to know what's so crazy? You basically described you just now. That's what I'm saying. It you described you and TikTok said, this is Kiana. I know it's creepy as hell. TikTok said I, this is Chardonnay, you know, Saint Martin, Curacao, music, marketing, food, and funny stuff. Like I like sometimes I like random funny shit. Yeah, same. Um, so yeah, like we're always me... sending each other down shit. Yeah. 
yeah so they'll they'll show me that as well um but they'll definitely show me like marketing stuff a lot of marketing stuff yeah. a lot of music stuff a lot of cooking because i like to try recipes um that i see on tiktok mm-hmm. a lot of dumb shit to laugh in between um and a lot of things about um spirituality or just being like a better Same. person yeah um because you know uh, so i'm like tiktok you no you, tiktok you, and you the thing is profile. like we're we're only just talking about like random videos that come on our for you page right mm-hmm. but the algorithm is also really good in terms of music because when i think about like all the tracks that are used in the videos that mm-hmm. i'm talking about where they've catered to like my every mm-hmm. single interest Mm-hmm. Even the music caters to my every single interest. Can you please tell me why TikTok does play some music that sounds like? Because I really love like a good R and B, hip hop, you know, same. type of vibe. Yeah, and you know, I love a good Afro beat and a good Ugh, dance hall. And they be recommending that shit, and they're like, "Y'all, you, 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 you," because they be they be talking about they be playing spice now all of a sudden i'm like how do you yeah. know i am in love with spice um they be doing like all these afrobeat stuff like afrobeat like persons like doing dance challenges to these afro things. i'm like okay you see you tiktok <laughs> this is what i'm saying they know too much <laughs> y'all know a lot it's they know so much that it's it's almost scary like if you really sit and think about it you'll be like um okay so i wanted to ask you a question about mm-hmm. um tiktok and music and stuff mm-hmm. do you think that now because you know distributing music on tiktok and whatnot has become so accessible mm-hmm. do you think that it's already become very saturated Ooh. for you know like, especially for like independent up-and-coming artists you know i still don't think so no, I don't I don't think it's saturated. Why I don't think it's saturated because you could never open the app and meet the same thing again. Yeah. When you open the app, you're you're constantly seeing new things. Although you might hear the same sounds over and over, you're constantly seeing new things. Um, and I feel like with music, it's like a hit or a miss. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if it's a miss, if it's still good, it might get picked up a couple of years or months yeah you know after yeah um so i don't think it's saturated because still today new artists are getting breakthroughs because of tiktok with just one song yeah you know yeah. Um, i guess that's that's the the benefit to tiktok's um, yeah un- unpredictability unpredictability i mean bitch i don't know that's just my opinion what, what what do you think do you think it's saturated I mean, not really. Also, because, you know, depending on the algorithm and all of that and like what yeah. it's like for you personally, like yeah. you said, you discover a lot of new music on on your For You page yeah. and stuff. For me, I discover a lot of new music because people are talking about the music, not because the music mm. is playing. Mm. Um, but that's because I follow a lot of people who do music commentary yeah. or who cater to like, specific types of music right um so that's how i discover a lot of new music on tiktok so it's not so much with the sound because i get a lot of the same sound coming up so Mm -hmm. it really depends on what's going viral within that um spectrum of my interests yeah so i can't give like a very good 
I guess, opinion on whether or not I think it's saturated. All I can say is like, not really from, yeah, from my experience, so. from because my experience, I'm in a very specific so. circle of TikTok <clears throat> where, yeah, like, f I don't discover new things through the sounds. Yeah, and, and I also think that having, you know, influencers and content creators um, being a part of the TikTok community, like, if you're an artist and you have like a serious team behind you, or even if you don't have a serious team, but you just know what you're doing and um, TikTok is a part of your marketing strategy and you use mm. it correctly, you'll be able to have your music be heard, you know, um, yeah. whether it's by paying influencers or paying content creators to do something on your music. And then it's just going to shoot up there because I was actually watching a TikTok video where this girl did. So you actually sent it to me. She made a, she made a TikTok sound for um, Nair. And she, when I clicked on the sound, there were a bunch of verified influencers yeah. and content creators making content to this specific sound. So when I saw that, I was like, okay, most likely Nair either paid them or exactly. asked them to do it so i'm like an artist um who has a decent budget uh, can do the same can do the same so in that sense i don't think it's saturated because once that once the audience from that content creator or influencer sees or hears this they'll mm. if they like it they'll click on it and yeah. they'll use it or just look it up online and add it to their playlist or whatever you know what i mean i saw um that labels now are actually moving away from like influencers and like big content creators yes, into yes, uh, I micro micro influencers or just regular ass people yes. because uh, but for the regular ass people it's a specific type of video where there's mm -hmm. no like dancing there's no talking it's mostly people that are like doing stuff Mm -hmm. so making something painting or whatever mm -hmm. because then the focus is all on the sound rather yeah. than you know you're trying to learn a dance move or whatever mm -hmm. um and then yeah with the micro influencers because one they're more affordable and two all the big influencers have so much going on at the same time that it kind of overshadows the song itself anyway yeah, yeah. um <laughs> But I thought that was interesting, the the move from the big influencers to micro-influencers and regular, yeah. regular people. Mm -hmm. And and talking about, um, you know, labels moving away from, you know, influencers, um, with TikTok, when it comes to, like, record labels, mm -hmm. in the A&R aspect of things, it also assists with that, you know, because, I mean since social media came out and these music distribution platforms and whatever, you know, and as we studied, um, you know, A&R scouts don't really go out to look for artists anymore. They like yeah. literally look at them online and look at their stats and so forth. Yeah. Um, but like with TikTok, it's also like a discovery platform, you know, for like exactly. A&R scouts to go on and be like, okay, what's trending? Who's this artist? Is he independent? What's he's about? How many followers he has? Is his, how many monthly listeners on Spotify? You know, I mean, and these A&R people have all the software shits like, um, yeah. you know, the stuff that we learned in school that they can yeah, check yeah. out the shit. In the A&R process of things, um, it makes it a bit more easier for the scouts, which yeah. is actually um, cool. And the thing is, what I like about TikTok is that you can... I, I, I won't say famous, but you can grow a decent following so quickly 
on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. With you just have to genuine, be like super with ge- dedicated. Yeah, you just have to be dedicated. But you can build a decent following easily on TikTok very quickly um, with and genuine followers. Yeah, organic. Organic, genuine followers. Like yeah, people TikTok who actually care for, about your shit. Yeah, TikTok allows for a very organic growth because it's a discovery-based app. Um, but also because... You know, once you figure out how TikTok works, how many mm-hmm. times a day you should post, how many mm-hmm. times a week, year, month, whatever, TikTok just starts sending your shit to the right people and then yeah. the right people start following you. If you do it well, if you do it well, as an independent mm-hmm. musician, mm-hmm. you, you can, you, you can, you can, you can, <laughs> you, can you can make it, you can make it. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely. Because. You know, TikTok got all the shit to link back to your Instagram. You can link your Instagram. You can link exactly. your YouTube. You can also put your link tree or any type of link that um, has multiple um, links to redirect them to wherever you want them to go. Um, TikTok, discover, in terms of discovery and reach, organic um, shits, it's yeah. the tick to the talks. But I said tick you're to gonna the have talks. To <laughs> but you're going to have to put in a lot of work. A lot of work and time because they're talking about you should be posting three times a day, actually. And I'm like, no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And also with the strategy of finding trending songs because there is a whole strategy. Yeah, because they make the playlists and shit. TikTok TikTok has a whole music, a music team that like makes the playlists, curates the sound to the vibes, all the things. Yeah, so there's a whole strategy um, behind finding a trending song as well. So guys tiktok is a lot of work you know yeah. what's fucking funny though about like Whoa. tiktok and music is Whoa. those songs that are catfish bro <laughs> the songs that are what do you mean? they're like catfish like you know you oh, know you yes. know you hear you hear that specific part of the song that's available and you on tiktok and you're like oh it? the song slaps then you go listen to yes. the whole song and it's only that one part that slaps and the rest of the and song is trash <laughs> I've, I've had that before i listened to i can't remember which song it was I've had it so many times that at this point I just stopped clicking on this. <laughs> yeah, bitch, you know what I'm song had went? I just let the people recommend the things. You know what I remember? A song that went viral. Um, he tell me to wear back about. Because why was that so disappointing? <laughs> but also, like my current thing that makes me laugh is that um, you know, material girl. <laughs> Everybody thinks that's a woman singing the song, and then they find out that it's yes. Santana, and then yes. they're like, "It's Santana," Listen. and I'm like, "Yes, Listen. get into get into Santana." <laughs> when when someone when they played, I think some I saw a video where they showed Santana um singing "Material Girl" like a part of the music video. Someone was like, "I thought it was a girl." I'm like girl put some respect it. on santana's name stop it no but santana be coming with the hits now though and yeah, yeah. and he's saw... gonna make a song with Lil nas x in it they have a collab coming i also apparently saw... that's awesome i actually saw that um santana no i didn't see but i well yes i saw a short video i think it was on tiktok actually a short mm-hmm. video from the breakfast club santana was interviewed mm-hmm. and he said that he just got signed to rca records and i'm like okay santana period like that's big you know 
Yeah. Um, because he was explaining like him being who he is and yeah, um, the type of music that he makes. You know, he did not have that support, and he said that now that he has you know RCA behind him, he feels like now you know he has yeah, that. he can go do the things right. So I'm like Santana, you're one, you're and listen, you know RCA material quarrel is not one of those catfish songs. That song slaps. <laughs> listen, yeah, no, yeah, bitch, it you know what's a catfish good. song? That mm-hmm. song from where you say um. I want to rat. I want to rat. I want to rat. I want to rat. You know that one? You don't know. You don't know yes, that one. No, I know it. Listen, it's so fast on TikTok, right? But when you listen yeah. to it, it's slow. It's like, why is it so slow? There's like, yeah, like, well, this is what I'm you, saying. You listen to the TikTok version, like, yeah, and it's also, yeah. um, fuck, what's that song called now? That Willow Smith song that caught a vibe. Oh, <laughs> baby, are you coming for the ride? The version that was on TikTok. Is from the live performance, not the yeah. studio album. Yeah. So when people heard the studio version, they were like, this, why is this not hitting the way it does on TikTok? And then they figured it out. They were like, oh, shit, this is from the like little live performance unplugged thing that they did or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like, I feel like, I feel like we've exhausted the TikTok topic. We're going to transition smoothly, as I always say, into our little small talk corner where... Yeah. Me and Chardonnay ask each other what our favorite songs of the week are. Um, and also, we ask each other a little question related little to question music. Yeah. yeah. Related to music or whatever, just for a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Do you, do you want to go first with your first song? Yeah, so my first song is Treat Me by Chloe. Listen. Jam. After we talked about it in our previous episode, I was like, you know what? I need to listen to this song again. And then I actually went to look at the behind the scenes footage. And I was like, oh my God, like she put a lot of work and effort into this. And I'm like, oh, this song is so good. The video is so good. And I'm like, treat me. So Treat Me by Chloe, it's a jam. That's my favorite song for this week. Okay. So my first song is End of the World by Epic High featuring mm-hmm. G Soul. I've picked a song by both of these people before, both of these okay. people by this group and this person. <laughs> yes. Um on the podcast before. Um it's off Epic High's 2021 Epic High is here part 1 album. Mm-hmm. Um it's uh, again a hip hop track. It's a slower one. Um it's kind of got R&B vibes, actually. Um, again, G-Soul. He's a great singer. Epic High. Fucking dope producers and rappers. And the song itself, um, Tableau, who is the leader and the lead of um, Epic High. He said that the sentiment with the song was basically, you know, revolving around the whole thing with the pandemic and people being so unsure about the future and kind of it feeling like it's the end of the world because there was like so much shit going down. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> he, he wanted to portray the sentiment of like, you know, it might be the end of the world. So mm-hmm. we should live as though it is the end of the world and like love each other as though it is yeah. the end of the world in all of mm-hmm. this like chaos and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I really, I really, I really do. I really do dig the song a lot. Nice. It's actually nice. my favorite off of that album. Mm, mm. Nice. Um, so my favorite song, second favorite song actually, is is a soca song um by um Nadia Batson. It's called Body Banging. And um 
it's basically a song because she's a thick girl um, mm-hmm. and she talks about how her body is banging good yeah um and that's basically what it's about and it's, it's just the beat is just a good awesome. time uh, just a good time it's yeah that's that's it because i'm gonna check it out music, yeah body banging she's like body look good my body is banging that's what she said body look good body banging um yeah so that's that's my second song for the week um my second song for the week is called people Mm. it's by august d who is Mm -hmm. also sugar from bts it's Mm. his solo music um stage name um it is off D2, which is his second mixtape that he released in 2020, like basically right at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, Again, my favorite song off that album. It's so good. And it's just Mm -hmm. basically about the human condition. So just the experience of being a human being with very Mm. complex complex things. Uh, I'm a big fan of his flow. Very big. And of his lyricism. He's just like really good at storytelling. Nice. yeah so okay so now we're gonna go into the questions Mm -hmm. um i think i'm gonna ask you a question first okay okay Um, yes um during our study um studying international music management um what did you expect to learn during our studies Mm-hmm. what was your imp- impression when we actually started learning things mm-hmm. from our first year um and during the study what did you want it to do after the study like were you already thinking like what role were you thinking like to fill um Mm-mm-mm. after you completed you know your studies funnily enough <laughs> i was not supposed to do international music management oh wow because i had finished art school Mm -hmm. and my family was like why don't you go get another degree you've Mm -hmm. still got time maybe go get Mm -hmm. your master's or something and then i was like i can't get a master's if what i initially got was a certificate not a degree Mm -hmm. but then they were like why don't you go get a degree in the same field as like you know your art school shit so graphic design shit right but um in art school I was in my graphic design course I majored in illustration so I was like let me go get a degree actually in mm-hmm. illustration and I was mm-hmm. looking at schools in Europe because I was like I'm sick of the South Africa shit um <laughs> not because there's anything wrong with South Africa I yeah. just didn't want to live there anymore yeah um <clears throat> so I was like let me go look in Europe and see what's up so as I was looking for like creative courses, I came across international music management and I read the description and I was like, oh my God, I used to make jokes about doing this with like my brother and my friends. Cause like for a very long time, like years now, um, ever since I was a teenager, I was like, I want to open my own record label. So I remember exactly like so vividly in my head i remember exactly the moment that i found that course and i read the description and then i read it out loud to my brother because we were in our apartment in cape town yeah i was sitting on a couch sun shining in my face (laughs) (laughs) with my laptop my brother was sitting on the other couch playing video games Mm -hmm. and i read the thing and then i was like oh my god listen to this and i read it to my brother and he's like dude we talk about that all the time and i was like 
we do i feel like i should just do it um because i'm genuinely interested in this and like at the time for fun i was literally reading that book everything you need to know about the music business okay yeah i was reading that shit for fun i had no business reading that in art school i was supposed to be reading my art history books i was like no (laughs) i didn't read any of those books that's how i found the course okay and it was really described as a you know learn everything about yeah. the music industry that's how they yeah. marketed it at least yeah. at the time yeah yeah because we know our course doesn't exist anymore yeah once we started learning i think because we started with ice with the ice course yes ice was, ice so was uh yeah ice was um events music business publishing and artist management i do not know yeah. why it was um I had I had really enjoyed Ice because we also yeah. did like a mini project for Ice. Yes, exactly. Um, and I loved that we project because the... the labels and the, the artist partnerships and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that was and then we had to pick. Awesome. We had to pick one of the Ice like mini modules to yeah. write a paper on. I remember I did yeah. publishing. Yeah, I know I did record labels. Yeah, so because we started with with Ice, I was like, this is the field that I'm going to be interested in yeah um when we did the project management course i was like no yeah as we were kind of like approaching the end of the course so around third year especially towards the end of the music business minor um and then the beginning (laughs) of fourth year when Mm -hmm. you know we had those stupid ass projects (laughs) um final projects i was really really convinced that i wanted to go into artist management But once the pandemic hit and I had too much time to think of everything, I was mm-hmm. like, no. <laughs> I was but, like, but Loki, Loki, I was like, no. Um, okay. because, but what made you say definite no? And um, why, why did you think that you, this is something that you would not want to do, like artist management per se? Fear because I'm essentially in control of somebody's career. And that, mm. that frees me out a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the other thing is that, um, and because I'm so sensitive to like other people and what they're feeling, mm. I was like, it's going to take a very big, like mental toll on me, um, with the lifestyle that I know is associated with, with yeah. music and the music industry and everything mm-hmm. that comes with it, mm-hmm. especially if my interests lie in a particular genre where there are specific negative things that are associated with it that i'm gonna have to be around all the time yeah yeah artist managers don't always travel with their artists artists yeah you know because that's what the tour manager is for exactly but you still have to be aware of every single thing that is happening it's happening yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. the thing of the partying and being so aware of what happens at these parties and the over drinking the drugs and whatever and like it's not every band or musician that does that because there are a lot of musicians and bands that are like clean especially when they're on tour they don't fuck around with alcohol or drugs because it's going to impact their performance or whatever yeah but i was like it's i don't think i'm the right person for like managing somebody Mm, mm. because i I would absorb everything, <laughs> mm. I'd absorb everything, become exhausted very quickly. I think I would just be in a constant state of burnout if I were in an artist management. And I think that's, that was my biggest fear going into artist management. That was the biggest reason why I was like, let me mind my business. 
Yeah. I think now I think a position in like A and R would suit me better. Not necessarily the scouting part, but um, part of like the 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 the, the, the image, process. yeah, the image creation, like all of that kind of stuff would uh, better suit me. Or publishing would better suit me. Yeah, because you I know think my a lot thing about is. Publishing. Yeah, my thing is I need to remain in the background of the stuff. Mm. I can't be directly in it because if I'm yeah. directly in it, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> yeah. okay. I think I think that's what it is. My question for you. Yes. It might be like a little bit deep or whatever. A girl. Um, you but... always like these deep questions and questions that make me think and questions get me off guard. Hello. Yeah, this one might catch you a bit off guard, but maybe okay. not. Maybe not. Maybe not. You you could you could answer what I think you're gonna answer, but maybe I'm wrong this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so musically, who do you look up to the most, and what qualities do you love about that artist or musician? Hmm. 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 Um. So, I'll give you two artists because they switched over time. But mm-hmm. both still play like a role currently. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to me as an artist uh, or where I want to go yeah. with my artistry, um, in terms of like developing my career, um, so starting out it was Rihanna, mm-hmm. and Rihanna was an artist that um inspired me because she is from the caribbean yeah um she is from barbados and i am i'm from curacao but you know lived in saint martin grew up in saint martin and i mean barbados isn't far from curacao and saint martin isn't far from barbados um so as a child growing up listening to rihanna i was like wow she came from the same region because yeah for those of you who know the Caribbean on a map, like you will see all the little islands like in a curve. Yeah. Um, I forget what it's called. Um the archipelago. Mm-hmm. Um, and um you'll see all the little Caribbean islands in a curve. And I was just like, because St. Martin is actually at the top and Barbados yeah. is actually below. Yeah. Um, and I was like, wow, like this person, Rihanna, came from my region. Like I'm to the top, and she's just right down there, you know. Yeah. Um and in the Caribbean, we have uh, a thing, whereas if you're Caribbean, it's like we're kind of like naturally linked or associated yeah, yeah, with each yeah. other just because yeah. we're Caribbean. Yeah. So it'll be like, hey, my fellow Caribbean, you know. Yeah. Um, so Rihanna was someone that really inspired me because she came from Barbados. Um, she worked on her music while living in Barbados. Mm-hmm. Um, she got into connections with um, music executive and producers, and they helped her, you know, develop her career there, brought her over to the U.S., did auditions for Jay-Z with Def Jam and other, you know, stuff. Um, yeah. But she is an inspiration not in terms of music but in terms of that specifically coming from the caribbean but also um how open she was Mm because now i think she's a bit reserved but how open she was um you know in her days growing up she would share everything with you on instagram and facebook um and even on twitter and she would have videos on YouTube um, where she did like little documentaries or behind the scenes um, footage of her music videos mm. where she talks in her 
native language like in the accent where yeah. you see her mom where you see her brother where you see her aunts and they're all fellow caribbean persons as well um and she was just being herself so seeing that i was like wow like yeah it's a representation you know, yeah it's representation and if she can do it you know i can do it and yeah. not only i can do it but other caribbean persons can do it as well um so the first person is rihanna mm-hmm. um the second person is spice Mm-hmm. um why spice because spice has been in the music industry for a very long time and she has not worked with um any management teams per se like she did yeah. this all on her own like she'll hire persons yes to assist her but she did it all on her own with no major label really behind her and she literally fought and when i say fought like she got a lot of criticism there was people mm-hmm. that didn't want it to work with her there were people that were talking negative about her there were people that was not playing her music um she literally fought to make her way to the top to where she is today um and she actually made the crossover from dancehall music in jamaica to the us and she's actually yeah. bringing now dancehall music to the us and worldwide i mean others has done it yes but i feel like she's trying to take it to a new level so i feel like she's taking dancehall to a new level where mm-hmm. it should officially be known and recognized um on a larger scale because she brought it on love and hip hop yeah. um and um you know from love and hip hop a lot of media outlets you know started to notice her and then they would talk about the dancehall queen and i like seeing that because when US or UK articles okay i mean dancehall is well known in the UK as well but yeah. specifically when US articles or media outlets like put queen of dancehall spice i'm like wow the just the word dancehall being yeah. in an article i'm like wow dancehall yeah. is being recognized and spice yeah. specifically um so she's an inspiration in terms of like hard work coming from nothing mm-hmm. and making it to where she is no matter the struggles she's she's um you know been yeah, through yeah, so yeah. those are two yeah dedication those are two artists um that um inspire me that i that i like um yeah. and and the qualities is hard work dedication openness um you know being from the caribbean as well and making mm-hmm. it so big you know yeah so that's 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 it that's okay. that i was expecting yeah. you to say spice but i wasn't expecting you to say riri i don't know why. yeah yeah no riri definitely riri yeah. definitely yeah but yeah so that was that on that and the stuff and the things uh mm-hmm. we spoke about tiktok we spoke about our favorite songs yes we asked each other questions in between the questions because we also asked each other questions about tiktok and then we got into the things later on so this was a very interactive um yeah we said discussion discussion yeah 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 i enjoy our discussion episodes a lot they are very intriguing they're fun and also yeah. i don't notice the time passing <laughs> that too unless like, unless it gets like we, dark because i might and yeah, it gets definitely no i it's you can yeah. tell it's getting dark here yeah. the sun yeah. has uh moved on to that side it's behind yeah. <laughs> the, it's behind the the apartment block yeah um but yeah so i feel like we we covered we covered a lot of ground by the way we did a tiktok episode because one of our listeners yes requested it yes hi malu <laughs> shout out to malu um so yeah in the future if you guys want us to cover specific topics let us know yes um and we'll do our best 
This yeah. is our last Monday episode By of season way. one. Yes. We'll still see you on Thursday. But Thursday yeah. is going to be the last Thursday episode. Yes, because one. that will be the end of season one. And we'll be back. We're not dropping this. We're not abandoning ship. Not at all. We'll We're going to be back and better than ever. Yes, with season yes. two. Yes, definitely. With some, with some definite improvements, some yes. different topics. Definitely. Taking some time to recharge. That being said, we hope you've enjoyed our Monday episodes. Yes. We hope you've learned some shit. Yes. Um, and we hope we've like provided some good little giggles or whatever here and there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, let me close the episode. Oh my goodness. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, turn on post notifications. If you are listening on Spotify or Anchor, make sure to follow the podcast and yeah. rate the podcast. You can leave comments on Anchor if you desire to do so mm-hmm. um follow us on our social media um which is don't touch my music pod on instagram and tiktok but we are most active on instagram yep we're working on tiktok as we said tiktok requires <laughs> yeah a lot time of and work. attention that we did not have while doing season one because yeah. we did too much <laughs> we overshot yeah. the two episodes a week check us out on instagram we'll be keeping the instagram active while we're on our break um and we'll also be posting our bloopers onto our youtube channel while we're yeah. on our break because mm-hmm. we previously only posted them on our instagram, instagram. Yeah. um and yeah man See you on Thursday yes. for the season finale. Finale. We don't know what it is yet, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, something fun. Something fun, yes, definitely. Something fun to close off the season um, and to just have a, a good time and have a little see you later situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's it. Bye. Okay, bye. For music lovers, industry professionals, and anyone who just wants to stay in the loop, tune in every Monday and Thursday for all new episodes, where we'll tell you everything you need to know about music, artists, and the industry.